0: The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California.
1: driving while I podcast radio hour? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you.
2: (laughs) Hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I it up.
2: <laughs> this episode of Driving While well Awesome is brought to you by Battery Tender. We often get asked what you should bring on a rally or a road trip, what kind of gear, tools, etc. And honestly, I don't even have to use this ad copy because I own one of these, and it is something I bring everywhere I go. But Battery Tender is now making a 1000 amp jump starter, and these are awesome. You can throw away the jumper cables, it fits in your glove box, and on a single charge, you can jump start 30 vehicles. On top of that, you can charge your phone and other devices with it. It's got a flashlight, fits in your glove box. Pretty sweet. BatteryTender.com. And if you use the code DWA20, you'll get 20% off your entire order. They have solar chargers, trickle chargers, all that stuff, Uh, even waterproof, weatherproof chargers and uh, maintainers for your battery. And I know most of us have a few extra cars that could use this stuff. So, BatteryTender.com. They've been around since 1965. They know what they're doing. These things are safe, they work. And uh, you get a discount. So for being a listener of Driving Well Awesome, use DWA20 at batterytender.com for 20% off. And we appreciate them sponsoring the podcast. All right. Enjoy the show. See ya. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I am Lane. I am Art. Brian is off tonight, but we will continue with the Thursday edition. How are you guys doing, huh?
0: I'm
2: tired. I'm (laughs) tired too, man. All complaining about being super tired. I know. Well, we'll we have a
0: rally in what? A day? We're
2: leaving tomorrow. We'll leave tomorrow. I haven't even even thought about it. Yeah. Leaving tomorrow. Uh, Just pre-ran the South Rally from Home South yesterday. So rad. And uh, that went pretty good. Way better than we were fearing because some of the roads were uh, possibly Mm. closed and detours were needed. But nope. We're good to go. Everything's on target. So Awesome. But yeah, tomorrow we're going to Napa. And uh let's see. When you're listening to this, we will be on the rally. So yeah, I who guess knows? There or, might be people driving.
0: Yeah, we'll be I think this is a good place to kind of talk about what we're doing on the rally, maybe.
2: Yeah. Well the funny thing is there'll be people that are either headed to or leaving the rally or on the rally listening to this podcast yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's happening. So um yeah, so Napa napa california and essentially we're doing like a condensed rerun like a backwards uh of our last rally which is cool because we know the roads and they're rad and it's a good time of year to do it supposed to be like 85 degrees and Mm -hmm. beautiful and maybe not even foggy on the coast and we don't have uh, to stay
0: in clear lake
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're not going to clear lake at all yeah um yeah, I made a point not to even mention it, <laughs> like you know, on the map or whatever. It like, says Lower Lake l- on there. But Lower you know. Lake, but no, nah, we don't mm. want to mention Clear Lake. Um, um, yeah. Might,
1: so do any any last-minute suggestions for these people who are on the road right now and, and right now woke up super early and realized that they forgot a quart of oil, huh, an extra quart of oil maybe? Uh, well, night? I don't know. If the ra- <laughs> what time is this podcast going <laughs> to It's at midnight release. at that uh, freaking Thursday. Uh, yeah.
0: Battery jump starters?
1: Yeah, we got a couple we got some of those to give away, so that'll be fun. Yeah.
0: Did we get battery some tender. for ourselves too from Battery Tender?
1: I got I a did. box that I have not opened yet. It looks pretty big. I think everything's in I there. I got a
2: box oh, too okay. and it was super light and I'm like this can't be a battery tender and sure enough, it's a battery tender um with more cranking amps, amps than my old one. Wait, not had. a tender, jump starter. I'm sorry, battery jump start. Yep. Yeah, not a tender. And uh but I thought it was a tender because of how light it was. Um also just sleeker, easier to use. Everything you can tell, just build quality is better. So this is not a, I'm not, uh, reading an ad here. I'm just saying what I opened and found and, uh, I have it ready to go. So yeah. it'll be on the rally.
1: Stoked, no, though. I did want to mention also that, um, I was, I was, uh, edumacated via email. Uh, and I think this Uh-oh. is a positive thing because, uh, these are not trickle chargers we want to clarify for people who um, are looking at battery tenders like you know typically you have this thing on a trickle charger that just basically charges it until it's full and it's supposed to shut off it's kind of a dummy system whereas these are actually apparently like uh, very uh dynamic so they determine the charge level and then they will pump a shit ton of like current to jump it all the way to uh 80 and then it'll slow it down all the way to 100 and then it'll obviously like keep it alive or keep it fully charged for the remainder of the time healthy it keeps it healthy exactly so um because typically when you go out and drive right like you're gonna you're gonna charge the shit out of it a ton right and then like i guess it's like it's it, it more emulates sort of like it's like a driving condition and stopping and like that sort of environment versus just like consistently throwing a a current it or whatever. Well, yeah, and also
0: like a Tesla or something like that. You usually you would want to get, you know, you get an 80% charge and it's really fast and then it slows down that last bit because it's bad on the battery to like charge it at the same rate above a certain percentage. Hmm. Um, I know. and also I'd imagine you also don't – I don't think you want your battery – or do you want your battery to get super low? Because don't they say like phone batteries, you want them to kind of like die or something? And then I don't even know. I mean, there there's is,
2: theories, can, right? They've said that now the new batteries don't gain a memory. But, uh, yeah, it is good to, to drain it and recharge it once in a while, I think.
1: Just cycled, right? That's
2: like the main cycled. thing. Cycled. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You don't want to always keep topping it off and never taking it down. Don't but, keep a yeah.
0: battery on concrete? Is that a thing? I think so. Is it? I think so.
1: Why? Because oh. the acid will destroy the concrete?
0: No, no. Something about, um, I think it actually uh, takes
1: a charge out of it, maybe. Whoa. Something what like about that. a concrete mine? Yeah. Oh, oh dude, you're fucked. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <But> basically, <laughs> you, you,
1: you can't, be, no batteries, dude. It's all solar at that point. Now, you can't even do that? Wait a minute, because doesn't solar power then charge a battery? What do you do?
2: Torches. Know, let's move on. <laughs> Torches. Um, so, yeah, as far as the rally goes, we'll be uh, cruising. Cruising in our 6.4s. Cruising yeah. USA.
1: Yeah, what Looking are we giving out on
0: the rally,
2: Art?
1: We're giving away a set, a full set of Michelin tires up to 1500 bucks. So it covers pretty much anything. Nice. Cup two, uh,
0: Palace Sport, 4s. Anything sorry.
1: except a slick. So I think everyone's pretty safe there. That's uh, so that's pretty rad. And uh, mm-hmm. we're going to give away uh, four of these 1,000-amp Battery tender uh, jump starters, which are super cool. I love. I mean, it's it is impressive how compact they are, though, right? It's really rad. Yeah, um, yeah and light, lightweight. And then we have an AutoWorks detailing detail lane.
0: I think so. Yeah, is
1: that happening still? I think so. uh, got the, some heel and, then, and toe goodies. And then He's sending a, some the,
0: stickers. We're giving away. I know we're giving away stickers, so I'm sure we're giving yeah. away a detail. And then One we got pretty
1: some, Oh, sorry, good. Oh, three
0: dollars heel and toe gift certificates. And a couple hats, and I think I have a shirt in there to give away.
1: Um, Sweet. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I'm pretty stoked to give everybody uh, a Yeti style. I don't know if it's a Yeti branded uh, cup. That It's uh, courtesy of Battery Tender as well, so everyone will get one of those. And everyone's going to get... A pack of drive, or actually a can of Drive Coffee with our cool kind of collaborative, um, collaborative—is that the word? Yeah, collaborative sure. uh, label. The, yeah. Drive, yeah, it's a DWA uh, X Drive Coffee collaboration. It's gonna have a cool car on it. You'll start to awesome. see those pop up. That yeah. Lane designed, and then we're gonna go. And then also on top of that, we're gonna get give away some coffee in cans. So it's gonna be some cold brew uh, to charge y'all up. Talking about cool. battery chargers, uh, get yes. you guys all fully charged Sweet. for the rally, you know.
0: And then Sweet. stripes giving away face masks to the drivers of the rally, so that'll be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a nice nice value there. Um, shirts, stickers, of course, as always, for only and, nineteen uh, ninety nine, right? well uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, three easy payments of nineteen ninety five. Yeah, so we'll have more to report on that when we. Return. Do we want a podcast when we're at the hotel lane or
0: uh, probably not? Yeah, no, yeah, no, I don't, I don't see a window. I know I can't I think
2: of know. a window because we're, I always forget it's a one day event, so yeah. I'm like, I always anticipating like having free time and hangouts, but exactly. Yeah, I don't
0: see and art's gonna roll up the morning of, I think. So, we're lucky we're gonna have a busy morning yeah. like packing bags and stuff.
2: Oh, god. All right. Sounds well, here fun. we go. Let's get yeah, nice. into Thursday questions. Um Bobby Reed with the cars says, "What's the hardest automotive decision you've had to make, and in hindsight, did you make the right choice?"
1: Is this it, this could be anything, right? It's not like a purchase or a sale. It's like it's maybe you yeah. went with one product versus the yeah, other. Yeah, dude,
0: you bought like you decided, yeah, you um decided to case swap your car maybe or something.
1: And Is that a difficult it.
2: choice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's such a bummer too. Like I feel like art is going to sell as E30 so soon, like before the case swap, it's just going to be like, Oh, you know, I'm moving on to something else. Like yeah, yeah. swap. that's
1: good. Set this as a standard. And then anything beyond that is, is all positive. Uh, right. So it's, uh, I know, like, I know. Yeah. Um, I mean, for
2: me, it's, uh, it's always hard to sell cars and then look back and go, oh, I wish I didn't sell that. You know, we talked about the BMW E12 that I sold on eBay to Denmark and it's a really, it was a really, really nice car. And one that came up recently is just as nice, but way lower miles. And it's only eight grand. I can, that is such a buy. But uh, I sent it to Lane because we both have a, an affinity for e twelve. Dude,
0: I would buy that thing so quick if I had the money. It was like. That
2: is such a, for 80,000 miles yeah, in that's LA. That's it? Silver, silver, silver I mean,
0: on tan. Like perfect interior. The seats wow. look brand new. The dash had no cracks.
2: Yeah, crazy. One dude. owner, I think it was one owner. Yeah, they had the original sales uh sticker.
0: Fucking E thirty, dude. You put a you put suspension and Euro bumpers on that. It's like so good.
1: A keeper, yeah. keeper. Anyways, so I kind of wish I could the E twelve, right? But E twelve. Yeah. You said E thirty. E twelve. I yeah, said yeah. fucking
0: E thirty.
1: Oh, fucking E thirty. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm they're, saying E thirties are so
0: expensive. Like, and I know it's not a competitive comparable, but but in a lot, you know. Such it's like, a good this is such a good looking car. And how often do you England? see cool.
2: them? They're so rare now. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. So yeah, selling that uh, that E12 is a little rough, but I I always think about like, I would have sold it three times over since then, or, you know, there would have been other opportunities to get rid of it and have the space and the money. and.
1: Yeah, this is a hard one for me because obviously I don't give a shit about selling cars. Like I, it's, I, I like them, but I never get super attached to them. So like, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of some like other thing, right? It's like, Almost like shit, like I'm in the middle of nowhere, um I can either you know my I had a my suspension collapsed, <laughs> and I have to make this decision right now. I can either strap a two by four to this side or I can go down the road and drag my suspension for another ten miles to get to the next service station, you know, as is, and I decided to go with one, and that was a disaster, you know like that's I'm trying to think of that scenario, right. but so I, don't I have.
2: <laughs> I have one, and it's, I've mentioned it before, but number one regret for my BMW E30 is not repairing the odometer mm. gear when it broke
1: mm-hmm. originally. Good point.
2: Just yeah, not good one. sucking it up and fixing that right yeah. away, or at least very shortly after. And now it's been like 10 years, so yeah. <laughs> there's no turning back. But um, God, yeah, that's that's my biggest regret. Mm. It's a very so good if one. you're listening to this and you have a Volvo 240 or a BMW E30, fix it. As soon as you can.
0: If that's Lane, your biggest anything? regret, you're you're go- you're all good, dude. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you're yeah. doing you're doing well.
2: Anything for you, Lane?
0: I'm trying to. I don't think I have any like. I I have few. D-
2: oh, I know what it is. What it's painting your first car? Oh, dude,
0: such a huge regret.
2: But you wouldn't have kept it but though, i wouldn't so have kept that's one it thing. that's the
0: thing you could look at that stuff and in, in a few but different still, ways still just
2: knowing that it went on throughout its I life know. after that without its original and also
0: i feel like i having the chance to like almost like buy it back now yeah you know like seeing that car and be like oh dude that's my old car um right. yeah that was that's actually a big regret uh i would say also like I also like primed my 914 when I was in high school thinking I was going to paint it right away. And of course I didn't paint it for th- three years. Um, so that's <laughs> yeah, a huge yeah. regret. Cause you, you know, I mm-hmm. had like a couple dings or something. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then I think uh, being a little, like, I would say, I don't know what the, I'm trying to think of the word, but selling my 240Z. Um, and getting totally ripped off on it. Um, you know, getting a bad check and everything. Oh, right. uh, yeah. And it basically not, I kind of like, and, but I did do my due diligence. Like I called the bank and like wrote and put the guy's like bank account number in to check if he had available funds. Like and I did kind of what you could do back then, but, uh, I guess like, yeah, I don't know. I guess there's not many regrets there. I just got fucked over, right? Um,
1: yeah, actually, uh, you know what? There's I do have something now that yeah. I'm thinking about it. So uh, when I was work- when I was doing business in Japan, um, like this is about maybe not eight to ten years ago, around that time frame, um, I knew of a place that had really 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 cool Porsches Uh, specifically they specialized in air cool 911s and then rare and obscure weird European stuff like I remember seeing like an Alfa Romeo 155 uh, DTM race car there like one of the actual ones that you remember the one with the crazy arrow that like changed the rules in DTM and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to say in 2012 or 2013, they had a 1976 or 77 930 in root beer, brown metallic with like the the right interior with like the coffin seats or tombstone seats, whatever they're called, sports seats, um, 70 ish thousand miles, like super, super nice minty, minty, minty car. And, uh, they wanted $43,000 for it. And I remember considering it and I was thinking like, ah, oh, dude, but then I have to ship it. And then like, I don't know. And like, and I just like, I just hesitated, you know, like, and I, at the time I had the money and, and I passed on it and like, sure enough, you know, <laughs> like a few years later <laughs> that, that, I mean, at, at its peak, that would have been maybe $180,000 or something, maybe more, yeah. um, you know, within a few years from that. Right. So like, that was one of those things where it could have, it, w- it was a regret for a financial sort of like benefit which is kind of a bummer it's not because the car was cool or or you know or some kind of weird situation but yeah right but that's one example that i remember clearly it's all it's that exact car i remember that that thinking of that car it's probably the only one that i've felt that way about
0: hmm yeah i have a couple more i have like um i was actually i had a deal lined up where i could buy like a 70 i think maybe 271 911s um one was an e one was a t um and, uh, super straight rust free. One didn't have an engine. One had the engine out of the car, but it had recently been like had the top end done and everything. It was a running engine and, uh, those were like 3000 or 3,500 bucks for the pair and Mm. kind (laughs) of like I was like right out of college, I think, and I didn't have the dough, but not like doing what I needed to do to get that like small amount of money together to purchase mm-hmm. those cars just because yeah. like, I really wanted them and, and I like kind of like got the deal. And in hindsight, it's obviously would have been a killer de- thing. Um mm-hmm. But that's one of those ones where like it was, it's not even so much in retrospect. It's like, I wanted it so much then too, and not like trying harder to, to make that deal happen basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause there could have been a way, right? He just didn't. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Like all I had to probably do was ask my mom for some money to borrow some money. Right. Um, But I didn't, I like, you know, I didn't do that. Yeah. So.
2: Okay. Um, Niceberg slim says, as we move, as we move further into this decade, what car mods do you think will become popular or resurface?
1: That's a good question. Um, I I have been waiting for this to happen, and I'm surprised that it hasn't. Maybe we have to be involved in this with partners in the industry, but um, audio for like our era of cars. Like I feel like um, you know the stereos, the original stereos uh, are usually non-existent. Like they people pull them out over time, and they put like some shitty stereo in there in the early 2000s. And that's even the ones it, that
2: survived aren't really good anymore. They yeah they have problems, you know.
1: Yeah, and and that's yeah, or they don't work. Yeah, or they or they suck yeah. or whatever. But like like you know the the Clarions of the world and these companies that um or, or Kenwood or something like it would be cool to like collaborate with them to like release lines that are for these 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 cars. You know from the eighties and nineties and even early two thousands. Um, because at some point. A lot. most car audio got pretty good right like even like a like a basic like you know and a honda totally. cord has like a decent stereo totally. so like that's it's yeah. no longer necessary to go seek out a system and all that um you know for most people um but i feel yep. like that's yep. got a lot of opportunity to, to put like really nice speakers and good wiring and like good, a good deck and amp and everything in and and these cars and make it very cuz you know amps don't have to be the size of a coffin now right it's like you know they are they, no, that's no. another thing so yeah um, i
2: was thinking what why haven't they devi- see the problem there is i was thinking about wireless speaker technology has improved so much but you still have to have power speakers have to be powered even if the mm-hmm. signal is sent wirelessly yeah um you have to either be able to charge them or have them powered so that doesn't yeah. really work great but yeah i think you you're totally on something if if alpine or kenwood re-release their top-of-the-line 90s-looking deck with all the modern technology. It's like the tires conversation we keep having. Yeah. The fucking... You want the P0 on an F40, but with a modern compound, right? Or right. the... Whatever it is. The, yeah, Michelin, it, Ferrari, Daytona tires. It's
0: kind of like Continental did with that, that one stereo they yeah. make. But that thing is a piece of shit, right? So, like... That's what I've heard. I, I haven't used it. It's just really weak and not up to, like, the standards you want from a good yeah. stereo. And it doesn't... Mm. Um, I don't, I think if the interface is really hard and, and I don't think I'm trying to think it might have Bluetooth, I forget,
2: but it's like, I have two vintage BMW decks for my car and I cannot find the wiring harness to make them work with my current setup, uh, apart from going to a stereo shop and just dropping my car off and paying, you know, a thousand dollars to get it rewired. So yeah, I'm, I'm all for that idea. So great. so
1: as is the issue that they cut the harness, they cut the plug on the back so you don't yeah. know what's what. Like so yep. you can almost you are the you wires get, that different because you can just yeah, you can just look at the look at another car and then like and then you made it up yourself, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I could, but the harness so I need a new harness to plug into the back of the stereo then a pigtail to wire to my car. But I don't have that piece. And it's impossible. I haven't looked recently, but I looked for a while and someone said like a a '90s Jetta would work, and to go to pick and pull, and I'm like, dude, I just haven't. So it doesn't <laughs> have it a harness
0: at all on the back of it. It doesn't. It's not plugged yeah, in.
2: Yeah, the stereo didn't come with a harness. Gotcha, gotcha. The new, the the new used stereo doesn't have a harness yeah, yeah. at all. Well, if
0: a Jetta, has, if a Jetta fits, then there was tons of Mark III Jettas at the junkyard. I went to yesterday. Oh yeah,
2: so. yeah, yeah. All yeah. oh, right. Price stereos yeah. are all gone. Um, yeah, but I like that audio would be cool, especially you know Bluetooth connectivity um but it's all about the look it's got to match the yeah the aesthetic
1: lighting that's too everything. right i like if it's, it matches the interior lighting is super uh, key like, like and that's so easy now with led lights like you can change yeah. it you know Dude, like you, it's can so a, exactly. you can do could do
0: all the vintage tones right you could do the yeah. red the orange the the green all that yeah. stuff and yeah
2: right yeah you could have like a rheostat where you just adjust the color like yeah the, the tone yeah. tone and like um vibrance he he also said what Mods, do you think will come back? But that's kind of a funny thing because I can't really think of anything that's gone out of style that we're missing. What I about mean,
1: underglow? Well, definitely not. Well, do, you mean, don't think uh, that'll come back? I think it'll come back. Like, with, I think I can see it coming back.
0: Uh, it it's already is me. coming back, dude. Well, well there Mercedes, you go. It's coming, Mercedes has like light up grills and stuff, right? Well, yeah, just yeah. the grill. I mean, but they also have the 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 lights under the doors when you click the yeah. button. Um, yeah, the, yeah. the mud, mud lights or whatever they're called. Uh, and I they, don't know if
2: underglow is t- actually legal. Is it, I, I guess uh, colored, yeah, I don't know. It can't Probably be blue not. or red. I know that. Probably what not. about, but, um, uh, How
0: those about rear dub- hatch vents or hatch, oh, uh, louvers,
1: louvers, louvers, uh, for modern guard now that I was thinking more like the double windshield do wipers. Remember the double windshield wipers uh with oh, the yeah. uh, oh. they were like hot pink with like those are never slick, never <laughs> cool, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I never fillers. liked those, dude. The pink ones and yeah, yellow. I bet they
1: put in and, and I can I can picture like some Cali style bugs maybe rocking those, and that was kinda like the one that maybe that's the thing that threw it over the edge, right? It's like come on, you guys had it the look going and then you yeah, put this yeah, shit right. on there. There was
0: a
2: lot of Cali yeah. bugs with
0: those, by the way. Yeah.
2: Dude, can I get, this will take just a second, but I had a dream, which just shows what a dork I am, a dream about a Rolls-Royce Cullinan that's the SUV. Mm -hmm. And they made a truck version. So just standard pickup truck, Rolls-Royce, which is really rad to think about. And it, (laughs) I don't even know why this happened, but this is why dreams are so weird. The truck bed had an option where you could flip a switch and it would spray like a hose would pop out and spray out the truck bed. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Like two nozzles would come and like you have windshield washers. Yeah. Yeah. And these would be like high powered blasting two hose nozzles yeah, would yeah. stick yeah. up. And spray. Why not? I picture yeah.
1: like um, I picture like those uh, sprinklers that are for fire uh, suppression, right? Like something like that, but high pressure, like like, but more like spraying it out of yeah, the yeah. They truck come bed, out like, of the the, back.
0: the cab side of the bed, yes. And they spray oh, okay. towards the back essentially. Yes. And, and, yeah. high, and, have, and they're basically pressure sprayers, so you're cleaning out all your hay or whatever you have in there from your horse feed, <laughs> your, and a dog hair.
1: Uh, That's pretty. Your duck I mean, feathers. It, it's definitely like on brand for them though. So your dream was on point with like making it a super luxurious feature right like that's interesting it's
0: definitely irish wolfhound
2: hair i think irish Um, wolfhound hair for sure or
1: like pheasant feathers yes yes. oh yeah
2: that gets stuck in there that's always super annoying yeah Yeah, because you don't want to throw your
1: you don't want to throw your wait it's probably not proper to call it your kill but your your whatever the hell they call it your pheasants and your your hunt and your foxes in the back of your Range Rover, right? Yeah. You wanna or in your Rolls Royce trunk, you wanna put them in. So it's there.
2: an option. It's sixty two thousand dollars is the option, but it comes with water tanks, the high pressure hose, you know. Sixty two grand, grand is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. And you have if a They st- st- charge like twelve grand for the map, oh, the, yeah. the 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 uh, the stars. Over, No, the what is it called? Aren't the stars like fifteen grand or something? (laughs) I think it's more. I think it's like forty grand for the. So then, also,
0: it's probably airtight because it's a rolls. So do you also have like a hot tub feature where a heating element is in there?
2: I like, so I like where your It's an impromptu hot tub up. party. like a Pretty like hillbilly, though. No, or it, it's either hillbilly. That's a rich man, poor man. That's good. So, it
1: is a rich Or man, poor it's, or you it's a Puff hot Daddy. It's on, Puff
0: Daddy fucking, yep. you know, rap video.
1: Yeah, a a little you have teak decking yeah. around the outside. Right. Yep. Little little tiny helicopter pad for your drone. You know, like. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh, on the. <laughs> <yes>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so All right. We'll get back to that. Yeah.
2: Flat floors. All right. Hushy Pushy says, so what's the deal with elbows? People know you should wear a mask and stay about six feet away from each other. So no more handshakes, hugs, etc. But it seems like there's some magic disinfectant property that exists in human elbows. Yeah. And therefore we are free to elbow bang indiscriminately.
0: Elbow banging, dude. That's my, that's what I get, you know, <laughs> when I get frisky. Uh, that was your third album, right? Yeah. Uh Well, he your says, elbows can't touch your face, dude.
2: Yeah. Well, and you he don't wipe like do your face possess- with your elbows. It's pretty hard to do. Yeah. Uh, he goes on to say, "I do not possess a degree in medicine, nor am I me- medicinally inclined." Well, let's be honest you you dabble in some medicine, yeah. so could you please explain this for me? So you I guys are you guys uh, are in
1: you guys are on board with the elbow banging? Well, uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine with
0: it. I th- I think you're not using your elbow for anything. You can't eat with it, you don't open door knobs with it. you can't even if you get infected on your elbow, you can't touch it. you can't rub your face with it I,
1: but isn't that i I think the, the the issue that I have with it I haven't but you been sneeze out into to, it. Well, it's the it's the interaction, right? Like it's like you're it, you, getting you're closer supposed than to be, six feet. Yeah, you're you're up against someone and and you are you've exposed yourself now to a potential sneeze uh, faux pas or who knows what, right? <laughs> that would be um, a bad that'd be worst case scenario. <laughs> you go for the elbow and it just blast, sneeze, no mask right on your
2: face. That
0: is the one thing you're taught to sneeze into your elbow and then you're supposed to elbow bump. So that's a little yeah. odd. But like I said, you're not touching your elbow to your face. It's not it's not that's it's that's never coming in
1: contact. Of yeah. Yeah.
2: By the way, I haven't heard anyone sneeze in 42 years.
1: I have. So I don't know. Have you? Yeah. No, I mean, well, in my house. I had a sneeze (laughs) attack the other day, dude. (laughs) Oh, Uh, dang. COVIDian. I think (laughs) the short
2: answer is we don't know. We're not doctors either. uh, But we do dials some medicine. It seems low risk. Uh, I know surfaces have been less uh, terrifying these days. Yeah, they're claiming surfaces Uh, that,
0: like, don't really do much.
2: Yeah, it's got to be basically in the air, and you have to breathe yeah. it. So if you're wearing a mask and you're touching an elbow, and then you don't touch your elbow to your hand and lick your hand, I think you're good.
1: Yeah, I'm. But I'm. Uh, I've been doing like a salute kind of thing. uh for, ah. for, for like, uh, and I'm only, and I haven't. Again, I haven't met up with any friends, but I, Amazon guy <laughs> and or girl, you know, they uh, come occasionally. You know, uh, gal. I think we call them Give them, gal. them the, give him like a little salute. Like that's. I think I'm going to continue that trend uh, when I start interacting with oh, friends. Oh, I give my Amazon guy a yeah. full on bro hug. <laughs> oh, nice. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, boom. You yeah, guys yeah, caught each other's French w- double kiss. <laughs> what about the, <laughs> Yeah, kiss. I was going to say, like, I was going to say, yeah, or like a double cough. Like, like you have a special kind of like, <laughs> where you guys yeah, yeah, cough. <laughs> it's like, um, a, like, you know how you do the, the kisses in like Europe, like one kiss on each cheek. You do a, a cough yeah, on each the cheek. Yeah, the French
0: double kiss. Yeah. For just some. for the
1: listeners, so they know, I am okay with an elbow
2: tap. Yeah, I'm, down. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw that. All right, I'm, I'm okay with that. Art is not so. I'm, yeah, I'm, now I'm, we know.
1: I'm gonna hold off on that. By the way, tap. Art,
2: I'm a little disappointed. You're going, you're going full military salute, aren't you? More
1: of a Japanese. Oh uh, yeah, bow. Oh dude, I, bow. I would, I would bow like a mofo if people were uh, like maybe receptive side to bow.
0: bow. I'd be that's more kinda, receptive to bowing than a salute. I'll tell you that
1: much. <laughs> oh and really? I don't, I don't like either. Yeah, I, I, there's like a little, so have you guys seen, um, there's a series of videos called the Japanese tradition on YouTube and they're really, really funny and it's like Japanese people making fun of themselves. And, uh, and so there's a whole, one one? they have
2: a panel, they have a panel and they discuss why things are no, it's, it's like these
1: little skits where like, and and the, and the bowing one is an example. So it's like, or it's not even a skit. It's like, it's, it's, it's sort of, um, guidelines. And so like, so you, they show you like the shallowest most like um casual bow right you start with that and it's like and then it ha- and like he'll he'll demonstrate it and then in the bottom there's some captions that says that say examples of when that's appropriate, right? It's like when you see your best friend from high school that you had, like you know, that you saw yesterday. Uh, when you this, when you enter a room that's full of your family members, like it's like a really casual little bow, and then it goes all the way to the opposite extreme where you're like basically committing suicide and burying yourself because you disgraced the 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 queen or the the emperor or something, you know. So, so <laughs> well, it, have you seen like there's been uh, like a court
2: proceeding goes on and then um, someone's found guilty. Like let's say it's a uh, uh company that poisoned uh school and these kids died and they become they're guilty of it part of the sentence is a bow and it is on the ground i think like forehead to the ground that's bow. the, the
1: dolgeza. yeah that's a, that's that's in there <laughs> that's yeah i was gonna he, say that, that's what, it was, that was on the tip <laughs> of my tongue i couldn't get there but
2: <laughs> that is you do that to the victim as like a full-on i'm sorry i uh, you know i've
1: disgraced you or everybody
2: disgrace you to the point of my head is on the ground but like you said, if you're just walking into your friends and say, what's up, it's like a, basically just like a nod, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you go from nod to like on the ground. Yeah.
1: This is pretty extreme. Yeah. This is like, and, and part of it is almost like you're in a position where you're exposing your head. So like back then, you know, you were, you were, everyone was carrying around a sword. Right. So like you're putting, you're putting yourself basically at their mercy. Like if they wanted to, they can actually just cut your, they can decapitate yeah, like, you right there. It's
0: like saying, I trust you basically. Or, you know. Yeah.
1: Right,
2: right. I like it. I like it. Um, zero Fooks 911. I don't know if it's O Fooks or Zero Fooks.
0: Zero Fooks, uh, dude. He doesn't have Fooks on his car. I and know, that's a term to name, say Zero Fooks given, you know, kind of thing. No,
2: I get that. But his, his Instagram name is O.Fooks 911. And his name of his account on like below his picture is Zero Fooks. Yeah. So apparently... Because uh, he has Fuchs like Watanabes on his car.
1: No, he's got like... Uh, no, he's got Oz Futuras now, which are like one of my favorite say, wheels. The Oz's
2: or speed lines are so rad. Oh, well, those are had, so
0: cool. He had Watsonavi. Take it easy, Lane. Or, uh, Take it easy.
1: Or, Take um, it easy. What's it called?
0: Yeah.
2: What are the other ones? Yeah, the spoken? old what's his name. Good old lights? what's his name? Huh? <laughs> 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 NASCAR <laughs> Aero wheels. Sorry, are you thinking Mini, Mini, Mini lights. lights lane? Many lights or Pana Sports? Yes. Yeah, Watsonavi's Pana Sports. He says, "What are the perfect amount of spokes on a wheel?" five depends on the lug pattern right
0: yeah i guess lug six six yeah but six lug truck wheel five is like the ideal spokes
2: five is perfect but then i get into Mm -hmm. a high number like a Mm -hmm. 20 spoke alpina and it looks pretty great Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but But that's
0: not ideal you know like there's only like you get like one look out of that wheel (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Although, although yeah. the some of the most popular wheels out there are six spokes, right? So like that's another another look that's very balanced. Like there's there's a compomotive, There's a obviously the T thirty sevens which are famously uh-huh. a six spoke wheel. Yeah, so like, um, I think yeah, it's all about like, um, in, in this case, you know, there's a symmetry aspect, and you know, with a five spoke, all you kind of always are symmetrical. You don't have a choice. Like either you can't really, you know, that's the way the inherent. I think the the, the bigger um,
0: wheels the. The bigger wheels get, maybe a little more spokes are better. So maybe six is better for those. But um That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. Uh, that is a, a seven works dude, too. The I that's why I think fours work on like Dotsons and stuff.
2: Especially if it's a four mm. lug.
0: And, yeah, it's yeah. a four lug, so it's it's symmetrical and it's just so small, dude. It's like yeah, you know, it just kinda mm. looks all right. Where yeah. Four spokes pretty weird in a lot of cases. Yeah. But um when it's that those tiny it looks cool.
2: There's a Brabus E500 or or similar on BAT right now, and it's got the three-star, like, futuristic-looking wheels from the 80s. Yeah. You probably know. The Japanese they're ones, They're like Primes yeah. or... I, no, aren't they Ronalds? P- those are... They're Prime made
0: some, but you're probably thinking of the better ones, like Ronalds.
2: Yeah. Anyways, okay. they're body color, and they're it's a dark gray car. They look pretty sick. I mean, it's a weird, kind of a weird combination. You wouldn't really think much of it, but um it's, it's a rad statement as a wheel mm. three a three spoke on a yeah. heavy car
1: on a but yeah a car like that it's pretty unique right like and, and like weird. lane had mentioned you know, about the four spokes i feel the same way about three spokes right like i think like we've talked about the advan a3as like if you, people can look those up like that's a really cool design if it's really chunky and small but like if it's big it looks really spindly and ugly oh the advans yep. are
0: the ones like i feel like i remember an rx7 with those uh
1: um uh,
0: um uh okay fc rx7 with with the advance oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: those are about. yeah i've seen those on those yeah like th- there's a yeah. version that even has like spokes built into it so it's like a double spoke three spoke you know what i mean like mm-hmm. each each of yeah it's <laughs> and it's not my favorite look but i mean it yeah. also
0: depends on the depends on the uh width of the spoke too like i think a Saab 900 spg looks great with three spokes yeah but That's, and usually I don't like three spokes like we're talking about, but those are so fat, those three spokes. It it just kind of works. They're almost not a spoke. It just has more like, it's more of like a single mass with cutouts. It's a negative space kind of
1: thing, Yeah, negative space, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. dish with three cuts, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Kyle JF90 says, how troublesome of a car are you willing to put up with? And is there a ratio for how good a car drives that justifies how problematic it is?
1: Um, I, I think, think we kind of answered this gotten, last week with yeah. the, Less the, problematic. The, the long distance or the distant repair shop, right? It's kind of the same question. It's very, right, anyway.
2: very aw- it in is, line, but, I think. But yeah. if you're if you have a shop around the corner that is great and loves working on the car that you have problems mm. with yeah. and you have the budget for it, are you willing to put up with the downtime and dealing with the said issues if mm. it's a great, cool car? That's the question.
1: Not so a, I think I, mean, we, I think problematic
0: both, is one thing as opposed to like needy. Yeah. Uh, problematic is like the worst thing ever, I think. <laughs>
2: um, I think we've also gotten, as we get older, we have more shit to do and yeah. deal with and the less, less problems you really want. Less tolerance right? for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're retired,
1: when you get to retirement age and you can tinker a little more tinker toy, right, Art? Mm-hmm. Tinker toy. Um, I was thinking, yeah, because like the problematic thing, it's like, like Maserati by turbo, right? Like cool looking car, like pretty rad, like conceptually too, but like, like notorious for constantly breaking. And it's like that there's like, what's the benefit of that? You know, like there, I I mean, even if it drove like, like a Ferrari F forty, right? Like, is that still okay? I don't know. Like, that's I'm trying to think of an extreme case like that. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe if it drove like a, an F
0: forty, but it
2: doesn't. So that's, it has to be at that <laughs>
1: level, basically, yeah. right? Like, or or yeah. is it driving like an E thirty M three fine? You know, it's like an E thirty M three that that breaks a lot. I don't know.
2: Yeah. The other thing too, it's like problematic is one thing. Like, yes, owning a Citroen SM or something, which I love, and they're obviously weird and take take time, but they're still fairly analog. Now you go to the opposite end of the spectrum and you, let's say you have a line on an inexpensive first-gen um, Phantom. So Rolls-Royce, Phantom, BMW technology to the max, early, two you know, mid-2000s or whatever technology. Everything's breaking. All the sensors, the suspension, the glass is delaminating and the parts are insane. No one wants to touch it. Um, that doesn't sound fun. But an SM, yeah. I know I can wrench on it. And, you know, it's like, There is some weird stuff with the, you know, the suspension and the hydraulic fluid and all that stuff, but really it's still, there's belts and there's, you know, like moving parts, but then you get into like a a phantom, it's a whole nother fucking
1: thing. That's a good point. So it's like almost like when the technology is obsolete, especially for that era of car, right? Like it's like really tech laden, like late nineties, early 2000s stuff is like not appealing enough. Like, whereas like if it's older and has more character and personality and you can wrench on it yourself, then that makes sense. I
0: also think there's a, like a lot of older cars are maybe not as reliable as newer cars, but you can drive them despite their problems. Or even when they're having a problem, there's, the car is still drivable. It will get you from A to B. It's just like, you have to feather the throttle or else it'll die or, you know, whatever stuff like that where a lot of these newer cars that are unreliable or newer meaning last like 30 years, even um, a <laughs> sensor will just go and say these sensors only last like 5,000 miles or, or they're just random. And then your car is just fucking dead and you have to replace this sensor or this. Right. It, that's in the Valley of the engine or, you know, something yeah. like that. And that that's like, I, I'm I,
2: picturing like the headlights go out on the phantom, um, the window regulator, and some other weird sensor, like, yeah, yeah. like a knock sensor or something. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin, you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: Like uh, a car with the window regulators only lasts, like, say, like two years and 10,000 miles of use or something. I'd be so over that car. <laughs> Cause, yeah. yeah I and, mean, uh, that's like, you know, smogging your car every two years just seems like, you know, that's like too much, right? Yeah. And then imagine yeah. that kind of shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think analog helps for sure. But um, I was thinking about it like a Bentley Turbo R I've always liked. Yeah. And our friend Mike Otati bought one and I uh, was trying to take it on the rally. We'll see if it makes it to the South Rally. But um, it uh, it's already been in the shop a few times. And, you know, it's just like the typical stuff. Um, but is that worth it? Like, is that car really offering you the experience that you're... Well, I think it's... I feel okay. like it's worth it.
1: It's, it's a combination of two things and I think it's it's what we already talked about. It's the fact that Mike and, and his son are both very mechanically inclined and are willing to work on stuff and also it's not right. their primary vehicle, right? So like they have a shit ton of other collector cars that are way ahead of this thing in terms of usability and, and use in general. Um, so this is just like a novelty item, right? And so in that case, it's like, okay, like if you can wrench on it and are willing to wrench on it and also have the means to maybe take it to those specialty shops when it's some weird bizarre vacuum line or some shit, like yeah, it's not. It's if it's your eighth or ninth or tenth car, who cares, right? Like, but if it's your right. even your second or third, it's like probably not. Not fun. It's yeah. not fun.
2: Yeah, your your downtime is not worth it. Uh, Big fat flip says, I have a line on both a Honda Beat and a Suzuki Cappuccino and can't decide. The Beat is N A, high revving, slick shifting, and is a regular rag top. The Cappuccino is turbo, has more low end torque, has a rad T top targa open top. And has more storage, space, uh, and more livable. Main use is for short-term errands, picking up takeout, date nights, and maybe a rally or two. What do you think?
1: Well, I've only driven a Uh, a beat, but um, I just, I just, from like the style of driving that I want to do in a car like that, like in, in a tiny little fun car, like I would want it, I would rather it be FR like front rear engine versus mid engine. Um, and just imagine like comparing um an an auto versus a, like an AW11 MR2, right? Like um in comparing the, the driving dynamics of those two cars, like, You know, mid-engine can be cool, um, but it's like a certain type of driving. Like you, you, you know, you, it's not a car that you slide around or play with like that. It's like, it's basically like this little slot car kind of thing, right? Like a little, I mean, like a go-kart, but you don't, you can't slide it, I guess. Um, and also access, right? Like if we're talking about accessibility, when we're talking about wrenching and shit, like, you know, a mid-engine car is always more of a pain in the ass to work on. Um, and, I also like the cappuccinos aesthetically more. I think they're they look. It's like a little shrunken down Miata with a cool. It's like a one point. No, it's a tiny. No, it's six hundred cc. Uh, dual over head yeah. cam turbo motor. It's like it's so, pretty cool, you know. I hmm.
0: I think I aesthetically like the beat better. I think it's a cleaner design, but
1: I definitely do. But too.
0: I do. But I would pick the cappuccino. Um. Not so much because the the layout because i think both those cars you probably aren't getting that like sideways and stuff in them but um i think just having that power would be really neat and uh i do think the cappuccino is a little funkier looking uh especially with its like t-top kind of look and Mm -hmm. um i don't know it's just like a funkier design it's not as clean as the beat so i think i would i think i'd pick the cappuccino i also i i just i want the power dude well, they're oh, way God. more tunable yeah. too, so that yeah, exactly. you can definitely a turbo, yeah, right?
1: You can definitely slide them around. Yeah, like I, I've seen people do, like do cool shit with them in Japan, and like um, they can be really fast too, you know. Because I mean, because they're turbos, you said. I you guess know? I'm so, saying you can't slide a beat. Is my point? Oh yeah, that's not that's what that's what I'm saying. That's, but I'm that's saying it doesn't even
0: have the power to do it, you know. Oh, but for
1: but sure, I, mean, I could you
2: know, so I can drop a beat.
0: Oh, that's fuck, for sure, yeah, do it.
2: Um, that's true. I I can't hang with the cappuccinos looks. I think it's terrible in almost every way. Uh, it's like a kinda, NB Miata that's been worse stylistically. They're kind of tall looking, and they're tall. and The front end is just the headlights are too big, and the beat is so much cooler looking. And what he's using it for, like date nights, takeout, and like cruising around, the beat's way. But rad, do you think so. the
0: cappuccino's maybe a little bit more roomy because of its layout as well? I know the, the beat's pretty I mean, small inside. I'm very small.
2: They're both. K car, they're both K cars, it's going to be. You know, Poison I, Oak or Poison Ivy. No, like, but I mean, wanna...
0: mid-engines, like, are yeah. are kind of, like, hindered by their engine configuration and everything, but for space. So I'm wondering if the Cappuccino just has that little tiny, you know, inch more or
1: something.
2: Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I mean, they do make a hard top for a beat, which is cool. Which means oh, your it, head wouldn't yeah. you fit in it. It's, it it <laughs> well, is yeah. a hard top. So that's what he's describing. You definitely can't. So,
1: you so, can't drive either of them laying either so out. What he's describing is that exact so the the, the beat or I'm sorry, the but the, the, did you just say there's a hard top for a beat? Yeah. So that's worse, right?
2: Yeah. That's not I mean that's probably. not good. <laughs> it looks about the same same layout as the cloth top, but mm-hmm. um and I imagine you're gonna be having top down most of the time anyway, but um, I just like the interior of the beat more and the, the, the styling and I'd want to look at I'd want to look at it more than I would the cappuccino. I think the cappuccino is too narrow, too bubbly, and um, I'm out. So I'm on team beat.
1: Interesting. I I think they're so cool looking. I really, really like them. <laughs>
0: you know what the, uh, the
1: cappuccino— I want an AutoZam F40.
2: Oh,
0: I like AutoZams a lot. Cappuccino kind of reminds me of the— Fuck. Pan- uh,
1: Panos. Oh, Panos uh, is right? because it's like it kind of
0: looks like a m like a like an MB Miata a Panos does, but it's a little funkier,
1: mixed with a Mustang. Like a,
0: yeah, and it's yeah. like mixed with a Mustang, but this kind of looks more like that. It's like a little tall and narrow, and Ugh. yeah,
2: yeah, not for me. So yeah, Richard Chen paid me to say that anyway. Oh. Uh, Vlad Hooligan says they say never meet your heroes. What cars have you driven that were disappointments compared to what you thought? You were, or were told they would be. It says, "Stay safe out there, Cheros.
0: We've definitely had this question before.
2: Yeah, yeah. E thirty M three. E thirty M three. Yeah. And, uh,
1: what else? Uh,
0: Eight fifty CSI is my number one. I always talk about. right. Oh, right, I'll skip yeah. over that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've always. I, I feel like yeah, I, I I've I sound like a broken record, but uh, beating a dead horse here. Nineteen ninety ZR one Corvette.
2: Uh, very, yeah, oh yeah, that yeah, was so. the
1: biggest, uh, biggest letdown by far.
2: Yeah, and not not necessarily a hero, but you had high hopes.
1: I had very high hopes for it, and I and I, it was like a car that I actually wanted to. I considered buying. Yeah, it like was. was what, like King, <laughs>
0: and they called it King of the Road or something, right? It was like the King of the Hill, is it? King of the uh, Hill yeah. or something? Yeah, King of the yeah. Hammer. Yeah, and Hammer I mean, I,
1: I, I guess I could just recap real quick, since you know the next question is why, right? But it's like the Mm -hmm. worst steering possible, like absolutely no feedback at all. Like you have no idea what's happening up front very floaty weird handling like it had like this weird side lateral movement like it as you're going mid corner if you hit a bump like the whole car kind of just floats along and it's it doesn't go it doesn't float up and down it flows side to side (laughs) and it's just not confidence inspiring to drive fast like it's uh, the it the motor didn't sound very good like and it's like this supposed to be this really cool special motor um it doesn't have a lot of like character it's just like you rev it and it's flat it doesn't it doesn't have like a cool build up like yeah it doesn't um,
0: have it doesn't it doesn't get any it doesn't get good sounding when you rev it up high or anything it's just kind yeah, of, yeah it's just so a lot of really weird things Or yeah. to mine was the think about that and then drive the c the c5 z06 that i drove oh, supposedly right. they're good um was exact it was that times like two like the ladder the lateral like the side to side movement was yeah. so ridiculous in that maybe it's just because it was a grippier car and you know mm-hmm. better in, in in most ways that it exaggerated that even more. But the yeah. that's the one that side to side movement and I feel like it's part of that that transverse leaf rear end that they have or something. Yeah. Uh, it's so fucking weird, dude, and yeah. so disappointing.
1: <laughs> it's really bad, and I think you know they're obviously they're very successful race cars, but on a racetrack, I think it makes a lot of sense, right? Like it's like super low, very wide, huge tires, like and in in the roads, the surface is usually pretty smooth, right? And so it's like right, and it doesn't really matter that much. Whereas like the stuff that compromise. we drive is all that stuff. And by the way, that's you know, just they,
0: like successful on a racetrack. It's not how does this car feel, and how yeah, do you like sure. dri- you know like how does that's it a feel on turn in and all this stuff it's like that has nothing to do with how fast
1: the car goes absolutely that's i agree 100 percent. yeah it's like it was just a bad a shitty experience you know it's like so i remember mentioning like i don't even know what the point of this car is because i feel kind of weird driving it it's like this bright red like corvette like i'm a corvette guy now and i don't even like the way this thing drives like (laughs) i was like this is terrible i don't want to be in this car not good (laughs) not
0: good and in arts defense he was like seriously sending ads for him
1: yeah, I was like, serious,
0: thinking yeah. about purchasing one. So. Right.
2: I don't know if that's a defense or... Well, in his it's proce-
0: saying that he did have high hopes. Like, it's not like I he's know, just hating on the car to hate it, where people um, blame- say that about me for hating the c 5 Z06.
2: He was putting his money where his mouth was. He, yeah, mm-hmm. he never did yes. it, but yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Dusty Snowman says, I find great value in cars that are infinitely renewable, cars that are simple enough and have enough community support that you can, in theory, own it forever and just rebuild it as necessary. What year did that stop? And what do you think is the most modern car that qualifies? Great question. Has a good question. Yeah, what year um, did
0: that stop? There's, um, I think you could do that with a 996. I mean, sorry, 997. I mean, sorry, fuck, I'm an idiot. 993. <laughs> I think you could do that with a 993.
2: Okay, so so air cooled so, is key. What's up? Less plastic, air cooled, less plastic, less OBD. It's stuff. an air
0: cooled engine. You could just keep replacing or rebuilding that engine over and over. Keep doing the transaxle, like it's like pretty straightforward stuff, right? Um, mm-hmm. Replace seats as they get tired. Replace, I mean. Yeah, very yeah, easy to yeah. do that with. I think
2: that's a good one. It also shares everything with how many years of nine elevens. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you wanted to, you can
0: put a seventy-four engine in it, right? It wouldn't be it with right, carbs. Right. Like it's not a big deal. Um yeah.
2: Okay. I think that's a that's a obviously a good answer because it's been done. Um Vanigan, uh that that's good, but that's still like early nineties, so that doesn't beat the nine nine three for most modern. Yeah. Um, what about uh
1: E thirty six? You could, but then you plasticky. get into the whole,
0: like, I guess it, with that one, you get into like, can you replace the dashes? And can you replace the door panels or are they not available? You have to like build your own kind of thing.
1: Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I, I bet they are available, but they're
2: not as factory. You know, it's like the erase uh, panel or something, yeah. you know, like very simple.
0: We're like a VW but, bug. Yeah. You could just go buy. Yeah. Like. Kind like rep replica your reproduction door panels. You can do everything to it, right? Um, Right, what I've seen with Camaro or something,
1: right? Renewing. So what I've seen a lot of is with those because you know and they notoriously have bad glue in the door panels. You know, so like that's one thing and that. There are ways to improve that design. So when it does happen, you basically fix it with an improved approach, right? Like, you know, use the right epoxy or whatever it may be, or different clips. And so there's like, you can improve on that design, but at some point, the, the you know, like the, the the material itself will deteriorate and i'm just wondering yeah like can you find a, a new old stock replacement or a I company mean, that produces it that's a good point so is, i think it's when a third it party is just produces replacing that. fabric too yeah. it's not that big of a deal so, yeah like the so, biggest
0: the big complaints about those interiors are the glove backs door sagging and the door panels sagging but really that's like a trip to a good upholstery shop away from being fine right it's not
2: no some of the clips uh last one i dealt with the clips were falling out of the the hardboard yeah, yeah but that happens you on, couldn't uh, yeah yeah you, you need to be rebuilding that hardboard and the upholstery and you know it's like yeah, yeah. it was more than just um, hey, put fabric
1: speaking of which you just dealt that uh, with that with a Vanigan. so that's that's the exact scenario for that car right yep. like it's like Yeah, So it's kind of interesting. So it's almost when you have an aftermarket that supplies all these, like uh, uh, you can get third-party interior components because like the rest you can kind of rebuild and body panels are easy, but like it's really based on the interior, right? Like in electronics and stuff like that, like interior materials. I think that's a
2: big part of it. When I think about like Mercedes that can be renewed, like my 560 SEL was definitely that kind of car. It's very durable and not a lot of cheap parts in there. Um, All the touch surfaces are just, high quality and then you get the next step up the next generation started to change pretty quickly and then the third generation after that is like no thank you i would not want to keep that going so but i think you bring up a good point is the community and and people around you so like a miata like an nc is probably too modern i mean nb for sure and when did they stop making an nb uh 2001 yeah one yeah so is it two? i feel like that's that's yeah. a pretty good one cuz there's tons of support parts and people keeping them going they made a ton of them um what about this any toyota truck up until like up until 2005 know, 2005 yeah. right
0: up until that newer plat- shitty generation basically
2: exactly yeah yeah like forerunner uh toyota tacoma yep. toyota tundra all that stuff i think you could certainly do that first gen tundras are now a cult um, and Tacomas have been crazy Maybe for a while. Maybe
0: T100s but, are a no go, or can you just put Tundra no, no, motors?
2: No, T1, no, T100s are fine, but there's just not as many of them out there. So, so body panels are probably scarce, yeah. And like getting interior stuff is a little trickier, but um, yeah, I would say like a uh, any Toyota truck up till 2005.
0: Yeah, I think Miata is a good one because they're so simple too. It's so like even, yeah, you know, uh, there's not much going on there, right? Like, um, they're just two back, seats.
2: Can you? You can't backdate body panels, but, like, motor-wise...
0: Yeah, you can You can do anything with the engines, and you, could, right? um, you can switch seats between years. You could do all... You know, like, there is a lot of that kind of, like, do what you would, like, 911 almost Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like, stuff like you that could that do to it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, though. Like, how about an E46 BMW? Is that, like, infinitely rebuildable? I mean, you could replace the engines, but... And are people rebuilding those engines, or are they... Yeah, I guess they are, right?
2: Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, I think a manual transmission version SMG. I feel like you're way behind the eight ball. Yeah, there. Um, yeah, that's that could work. What about like high end sports cars, like or even like supercar ish stuff? Um, Three hundred and sixty Modena. I feel like you have a good chance. Maybe hard to find mm-hmm. some stuff though. Lane would know better than I would.
0: Hmm. I mean, I really know, hard to find, it's a, like parts are so hard to get for ferraris i know, I know. it's like i feel like a lot of the stuff is like a a year wait if you're lucky you know for like weird little part for little little parts so it is a little more difficult i just wonder i don't really know about like the engines and stuff how that works as far as like is that a car you want to like keep rebuilding you know or is that is that a thing yeah like, right how much is an engine rebuild on one of those
2: Dude, like so gnarly, forty or <laughs> so something. Gnarly. Uh, yep. I mean, I think Probably.
0: about that with nine eleven, though, too, and people are rebuilding them all day long, like all the time, for twenty five grand.
1: I think is it is because it has a Very long easy. lifespan, though, right? Like they, yeah. like, it's a long, reliable lifespan, too, right? It's like yeah. they're really good for like a hundred to one hundred and twenty thousand, and then they require like some work. Yeah. So they, that's one thing, right? Versus like a car that it's so weird, though, right? Because a lot of these cars, like, especially like a three sixty, right? It's like it, it's hard to find one that's been tried and you know what I mean like tried and actually driven whereas like there isn't enough data because like is it reliable who knows right because they're all they're all driven so scarcely so it's like yeah there's 20 cars with
0: over 80,000 miles on them right or I don't know what the number is but
2: yeah yeah exactly there's not enough and there's also not enough owners and community to probably keep it going I mean maybe some shops but not like a 911
0: no I think the ultimate really is probably like the 911, the air cooled 911 or a VW bug is like the ultimate of this, like theory. Yeah. And then in the American yeah. side, you could say um, probably like a, I mean, I mean, probably anything from like the 60s, basically.
2: So, yeah, but some models are, I think it's anything that's sold in really high, let's quantity.
0: say Chevy or Ford, high quantity, like Mustang, Camaro. But yeah, you're right. There's like weird Mopar shit. Fuck that. Like, there's so much weird shit. Weird Mopar
2: shit. There's bubble top, there's bubble top GM stuff that was super rare. Um, There's high trim level stuff that's super rare. Weird, like the Chrysler New Yorker stuff that was like Imperials that just they barely made any of them. And then how many survived? And that gets really tricky. But But like a
0: a Camaro Mustang, let's say their sports car. Yeah, 64 Impala. you could kinda, you can buy a
2: whole fucking body exactly. from uh whatever Jags or Core, what's it called Dynacore Summit. or whatever yeah 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 i mean literally i mean fenders and roofs and uh, all stuff i mean that stuff even is crazy. the whole
0: like subframe or whatever right uh, everything you can buy new chassis yeah, yeah. dude yeah yeah
2: like you like can mustangs buy mustangs too like 65 mustangs and stuff it's like yeah the entire car is in a catalog which is amazing but uh yeah that's i think as you get older obviously this is a thing that is definitely approachable, but um I feel like we're up to about two thousand five was when that died. Not a lot of cars after that that you could make a case for
0: yeah you might even nine nine
2: six Gt three you could certainly do that I don't know when they stopped making those yeah
0: oh uh, five or something like that but yeah but um or four yeah four maybe um, but a normal nine nine six they're like almost disposable because the engines are basically trash.
2: Yeah. Right. Right. I know, so exactly. like, you're is not that, like I rebuilding the
0: motor and having confidence in it. It's not like no. a nine eleven, like an air-cooled 911 where you rebuild the motor and you're good for another 120,000 miles or 150 or whatever it is. Um, and probably more like a, an air-cooled 911 is like 120,000 for a top end, but you could probably go like 250 on that bottom end or 300 or more, you know? Yeah. So,
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, Lars Brunkhorst says, if given the choice, would you build a 356 on a VW pan and put more money in the motor or build a true 356 kit and have a non-hot-rotted motor?
0: I'd have the real deal.
2: Uh, so it's a kit. What? A kit with uh, a basic Volkswagen motor. So it'd be, a, you know, a 356 kit kit car. So
1: but I mean there are no, okay. He's then saying you a just kit buy car I- or a real one, right? Cuz the kit car you can get like a 1900 that's not I mean it's just a motor, right? It's already like built to a certain spec, right? Am I tripping out on that? Or like or is he saying buying he says, one or is it, is it interest, a Should you build a go it.
2: 356 on a VW pan? That means Volkswagen money money the motor. motor.
1: <coughs> right? That means, that means a VW Volkswagen motor. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, or build a true 356 kit and have True. a non-hot rotted motor. Oh, so like it,
0: an inter yeah. an interamericana or whatever that's called, Mer- or yeah, yeah, or, like a Beck or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it, or a back or something. Um, that's a very odd question. I I uh, I don't know, dude.
1: So mm. the the other thing about it is, i one part that I'm kind of hung up on is like it sounds to me like he's saying you buy a kit with a real motor, but you can't hot rod it. Am I no, making that it's not that a real up? motor. Okay, it's just a straight up kit, and you buy it's off an off the good shelf yeah.
0: kit or build a kit off a three, a VW pan, I guess. I don't, I didn't, yeah. And so you're just taking the pan and you're adding body parts to it, I guess.
1: Aren't like the, 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 the some thing. of the kits like they have more modern brakes and stuff like that, like discs and yeah. like you can do. So I, I think I would rather do that. Like I would want to have most of the experience, but I want to be safe <laughs> as even as much as I can within that fucking realm. Because I know, but I don't the know cars if that are
0: fits is. I, I, yeah, I would do like a more real to life kit in that case, and and save up for a, an engine, I guess. But you can get a like seventeen seventy six motor or for like not that much money, and that thing'll that thing'll be pretty good in that car. I mean, that's right. not a true to period. That's a, way more powerful than a stock three fifty six motor engine. But that's that's like plenty. Plenty yeah. of go but for that yeah. little car.
1: That's it, but it's a kit. Yeah, that would that's something you would throw in the kit, right? But it's yeah. like or, or versus building something yourself, I guess. That's the difference.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know yeah. the price difference that he's talking about and stuff, so it's hard to know. I mean right. okay. uh, you can find Let's a used <laughs> like three fifty six kit car for twenty five grand, that's like pretty killer, probably. So
2: I know. I know. I was gonna say, especially the Beck stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. that's right about the ballpark. Yeah. Fresh motor. But it is a non-Porsche motor, yes. obviously. Which, but they're still rad.
0: Which in a lot of ways is like, fuck, dude. Kind of does yeah. the same thing, makes the same shitty noises, and way, cheaper. way faster and cheaper, <laughs> right? So, way cheaper.
2: Yeah. Okay, last question. Tom's underscore Alec says, how bumpy will Rally from Home South get? Do I need to raise the front of my new car one inch or more? So he, got, he bought his old Bug back. Yeah, yeah. It's a fifty-eight or yeah. something? Fifty-six 58? Dude, that's pretty cool. Um it looks low. <laughs> uh I d- can't imagine the suspension's very compliant either. It's probably just bouncing down the road. Can't imagine how <laughs> as
0: much travel.
2: <laughs> Did you guys see pictures of it? I I haven't seen the coat. Just sure. the one that the the burnout video, that's all I've seen. Yeah, it's I kinda hard video. to say. I have some
0: pictures he sent, man. How He's does the very, front uh, end look uh, on hush that? Hush.
2: Yeah. I'd like to see, um, well, he knows the rally roads. He's been on a few and, uh, it's no different. I mean, we're in, we're on back roads and some get gnarly for a little while and then they get good and then hit a couple patches and it doesn't take much one, one dip, one big bump and you are bummed. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, do you have sidewall? Do you have suspension travel? Does it, does your suspension travel? That's the first question you're going to want to ask I mean, yourself.
1: right now it probably doesn't because we're restricted. Um, it, it, and I don't know if he's into that. I guess you could travel oh, to some gosh. places with the mask. Lane just them. sent a
2: photo to yeah. our text thread here. and Super low. <laughs> it is low. It's on Fuchs. It looks really cool. Man, that stripe is terrible. Hopefully that's not.
0: I think he did that, dude.
2: Oh, sorry, Tom. I love that stripe. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> I just would prefer it. I think it would look cooler uh, all green. like It goes that. on oh, the rack top,
1: too. Dude, oh, man. look at the, yeah, there's, am I seeing something down there like the pan yeah. or something, but that's yeah. way too low. That's, that's not going to, it's not going to work. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: um, you know, take it slow, take it easy, uh, start early or something. I don't know. There are, um, a couple reroutes I can give him. Just raise to it up. Uh, like,
0: the- I, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure it's torsion bars and you can just go under there. Yeah. With an Allen wrench yeah, yeah. and like totally turn it yeah. and raise
1: the front end up an inch and a half, but it
2: won't look as cool, Lane. Eh? Well, God why doesn't that's
1: why you get airbags, dog? Right? Then you can like slam it when you're parked, and then like yeah, raise it when um when you're gonna drive it. But Air, airbags, dog. Yep. But I agree. Airbags I think dog. that's exactly what he is. Um, I think that's exactly what he's describing, right? Or asking for. He wants advice whether or not to raise it, and I think he should raise it.
2: Yeah, I agree. You're gonna need to, Tom. Come on. You're not going to have fun on that. It's going to be even the high speed stuff that's smooth. You're going to hit some, some just compression stuff. And that's uh, no fun. No fun. Tough stuff. Tough stuff. All right. That's podcast. Okay. Bye bye, bye. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye.
1: <laughs>
0: Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Yeah. Yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.